ethos. What would you think if I were to tell you your friends and your social networks determine your success? My social network, like how many followers I have on Instagram? Well, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, well, let's say people that you actually know, not necessarily like strangers or people that might be bots. Let's dig into that today on the next simple step. It's funny to me how when I said your friends, your professional networks, immediately your brain went to social media. Right. I think we compartmentalize or we can our friendships, our personal relationships, and then our professional network like LinkedIn. I think this is probably where the rub is and where so many of us have a hard time distinguishing now the difference between people that you actually have in your life that you're doing life with and followers, social media, which is kind of like fake friends. I mean, right. granted, you're going to have your real friends on social media, but you're having real relationships with people professionally, uh, socially, intimately not on social media, hopefully, but actually in some sort of a real life dynamic. And yet we live in a day and age where I would say friendships in a way and, and networks and communication and people are kind of devalued a little bit hmm. because we immediately compartmentalize, oh, friendships into LinkedIn. And is LinkedIn a real network? Is LinkedIn a real friendship? And if you were to take away the LinkedIn or any of the social media, like think about the people you actually interact with in your physical networks, in your everyday life. In entrepreneurial circles, they'll say your network is your net worth. That can definitely play tricks on your brain because I think we have to have some sort of common interest. And since I think a lot about what I do for a living, most of my relationships are surrounding my work. I think a lot of people's friendships are surrounding their work. Being an entrepreneur, it's almost like it's easy to see friendships as being a luxury, like uh, when I have time. It's kind of like an add-on cherry on top. We have to do all the other stuff. And yet the more I dive into this, the more I'm finding that friends or some sort of relationships with other people are non-negotiable when it comes to your success. But what, I, what made me think of is kind of what you already alluded to, that I think the statistic is you are basically going to be the sum of the five, your net worth is going to be the sum of the five friends that you hang out with the most because that's going to kind of form your norm. And that's something that I've kind of taken to heart recently, because as I look at my friends and who I hang out with the most, I'm like, man, I make about the same amount of money as they do. But if I want to stretch into some new places and I want to be growing my business to be a six-figure, seven-figure or multiple seven-figure business... I probably need to be hanging out with the people that are thinking and doing and acting from that place because their habits and the things that they do and the things that we talk about and the things that we think about and relate on are going to be completely different. Absolutely agree. And I think we have to start with defining what success is and not uh, so much compartmentalize our work life and our personal life. You have one life decide how you want to live it. For so long, I thought I just have to make a certain amount of money so that then I can live the way I want to live. And it's right. like, wait a second, the goalposts continually move. Yes. So how about we just start living now wherever you're at 
and certainly have stretch goals. But at the end of the day, you definitely are influenced by the people you spend the most time with. And it's not so much about keeping up with the Joneses, if you will, but really having people around you that challenge you, that inspire you, that do help you to be the person that you want to be ultimately so that you can share what your dreams are. And that's not so much about what career you do, but really what kind of impact you want to have on the world. I think for so long, I said, I don't want to make so much money. I want to make a difference. And then it occurred to me one day that those don't have to be mutually exclusive. Money is a tool. You can use money in a powerful way to help a lot of people. And so for me, it was really like, I definitely want to invest in relationships with people that don't let me settle. I'm striving to make an impact. I'm striving uh, to help others in my family. Uh, I'm striving to do good in the world, but I have certain financial goals as well. And so I'm looking for friends with similar goals that we can encourage each other, we can inspire each other, and can also help each other. It doesn't mean that we all have to be at the same income level by any stretch of the imagination, but we do have to have kind of similar goals and visions. Do you ever find that your friendships may change a little bit depending upon where your goals or your focus or your growth is personally? 100%. I do think that is one of the biggest factors that holds people back from thriving, that holds wannabe entrepreneurs from becoming entrepreneurs because there's other people around them that have their own struggles or their own fears, and they project that upon you. You know, what if you fail? What if you don't have health insurance? (laughs) What if you lose everything? And instead of what happens if you stay stuck where you're at now? And so for me, it's like you want to be surrounded with people that will dream with you. And that's why I joined Strategic Coach, a coaching program about five years ago. It's been just as beneficial, not just for the instruction from the coach, but that's been very powerful. But equally powerful has been the people in the room Mm -hmm. that have inspired me. And I know we both shared about why we joined CrossFit. I mean, yes, physically, it's a great workout, but just as important is the camaraderie and people that are a little bit ahead of fitness than we are firing us of what's possible. And so that's it. It's all about having people that are going to challenge you around you and inspire you to not settle for your fears, but really start believing your dreams. I literally thought about you this morning. We had this workout where it was like burpees for days. It was burpee, like three burpees, then six burpees, then nine burpees. And you kept like adding on. Right. And it's just, and I yeah. hit, that was the number one reason I didn't want to join CrossFit. I was like, I don't want to have to do burpees. And here I am. <laughs> and, and as in the middle of doing this grueling burpee workout, right. I thought, you know what, you know what? I would have never done this many burpees if I wasn't here. Right. Like if I had just been given this workout and I was like, I'd be just, no, I'm not doing that. But because those two women are beside me and they're burping and they're doing it, it's like the peer pressure is okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, and now 12 burpees in a row is easier than it used to be. And it's true. Like if I wasn't in that room with the people, just, we just assume it's like, you're doing burpees. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm following orders. Like yeah. it's not a non-negotiable, you know, that there's inside of you, you're like, this is not a negotiation. This is, I have to find a way to make this happen versus you by yourself. 
It's like, I'll find the excuse. I don't want to, I don't need to do that many burpees. I don't have to do burpees at all. Can't I just, you might cut some corners. You won't hold that standard. So those other people in your life will create a new standard for yourself and watching them create that standard for themselves. And you're like, well, I think I'm as fit as she is. And look, she's doing 20 burpees. So, you know, I got to keep up, right? It creates that hunger. It creates that social pressure. What I'm kind of curious about though, I wonder if you've ever experienced this because this is actually a very real issue in my life right now. I kind of feel like I'm in between social circles because Mm -hmm. of my growth. And I feel like I don't fit in anywhere. And I think that especially in this day and age where a lot of people are doing gig economy type stuff, a lot of people are being solopreneurs or entrepreneurial on some level, even if they have a job, like they're doing gig stuff, it's a gig economy, right? Or you maybe haven't even returned back to the office. Like all of a sudden the office rules have changed and how often we come in and whether we work from home, that's all changed as well. And so there's a lot more loneliness that I've noticed since I've started working on my own and growing my my business. When I start to grow, it's almost like I feel like I don't have anything in common with other people that I've had in my life that might maybe have a normal nine to five job. And I've been really challenged recently because I've been learning how to trade the market. And that's a very specific skill set. And I've been learning how to scale my business. And that's a very specific issue. And so like, I'll hang out with the neighbors and they'll be like, what'd you do today? And I'm like, oh, I've been working on bull call spreads. And I'm like, they just look at me like, whatever that is. Like, and I feel like <laughs> you have no idea. You're like, you don't, you don't know the agony I've put into learning how to perfect this trade. And you don't understand why I keep checking my phone every two seconds to see what the market is like. And I have no one in my life that's like that, except for a couple people. And that's really, really lonely. Or when I have like a killer month where I'm like, oh my gosh, I exceeded my sales goals and I just busted through a ceiling that I thought I couldn't. And I'm so super excited. And like, my friends are like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, you have no idea. I'm like, I just exceeded my sales goal. I just busted through. Like, oh, that's great. So what are you making for dinner tonight? It's, uh-huh. it's like, to some degree, it can be very lonely when you're in this in-between place of growth. And it's like, I need friends that understand this stuff. I need friends that trade so they can understand my victories. I need friends that are scaling businesses so they can understand. And I think that is why you need some masterminds. You need some networks. You need some people in your life that will bring that to you. But then I'm like, but I can't only be talking that all the time. Like, so I don't know sometimes how to bridge that gap of me being business and me being a normal person that sits and talks about the masked singer at night. And, and and things normal people talk about that I don't ever spend time doing because I'm always in my entrepreneurial zone. I want to challenge your idea of what is normal. I think yeah. there's a lot of things that are normal because people haven't really thought about what they ultimately want. So kind of the easy thing to do is just watch whatever's on TV and talk about that. But I really am interested in the aspirational desires and goals and meeting with other people that do what they love and are inspired by it. And so it's not so much about just talking about work. You definitely need to unplug and have fun, but really find people that you can connect with. I know before you have kids, it's hard to relate to people with kids and then you have kids. So I do think friendships are there for a season. 
And as the seasons change, it's very important that you find other people in your network that are relating to you where you are in life. Yeah. And I have to assume it's not just me that struggles with this, but it's almost like I don't know how to always, maybe it's shut it off. Like there are days when I don't know how to stop being an entrepreneur. And I feel like I can't relate to anybody who's not like so focused. And yet I know at the same time that if I'm only focused on business and it's all about the business, business, task, task, right? Then all of a sudden I get to a place where I get burned out and it becomes meaningless. And I guess that's where my struggle is. Finding that balance between the friendships that are professional and having having that friendship there that's helping you gain more and grow more because I love growth. I'm a growth junkie. You know, that's why we do the business thing. But there comes a point at which it becomes very meaningless if it's, you know, like you, you grow, but then you're like, what's the point of the growing if I can't enjoy? I've had many moments where I've kind of been so focused on, on my growth and expansion. And then I get there and I'm like, is this all there is? Is this all there is? Like, this feels really empty. I did it, but why don't I feel better? Right. Why don't I feel amazing? And and that's, I guess, as, as an entrepreneur, sometimes that it, it's hard. It's, it, it does feel like it has to be a balance of, I do need like, okay, for instance, sitting at, um, at the table with my in-laws yesterday for mother's day, um, we had my sister-in-laws and my mother-in-law and every, and they were all hanging out and they were all talking, they were sharing videos and stuff. And I just felt like the biggest outcast in a way, not because they were excluding me, but because I'm like, I have no idea how to relate to these conversations because my life is so different, right? But yet I feel like I need to probably find a way to not just be in that entrepreneurial zone or in that bubble, right? Because I want to be able to feel that fulfillingness of having those family relationships, of being able to relate to more people, of being able to have a richer experience. And so this is a challenge for me socially, when, cause like your family, right. You don't always get to pick them. Right? right. So you may not naturally gravitate towards the people in your family. If you were just picking friends, because every time we would talk about learning to trade the market, all we'd hear from our family was, Oh, that's very risky. That's risky. You need to be careful. Options trading is risky. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, you have no idea what's risky is letting your, your money sit in a market that's falling through the floor right now. That's risky to me. <laughs> you know, like you don't know, but I get it, right? They're not they're not living and swimming in the zones I am. And yet I want to have fulfilling relationships. And I think that's hard sometimes when when we're so focused and we're so bent and we're so odd, we're so different, differently well, made. I think you've said a lot there that uh, I think a lot of us can relate to. One is you know, it's, it's not healthy to always be in work mode. Absolutely agree. You yeah. definitely need to have off time. You need to have free time where you're having uh, leisure and fun, but it doesn't have to be unfocused, right? Uh, you like a, a challenging leisure time, whether it's mountain climbing or, you know, just something that stimulates your brain. It might not be uh, laying on the beach for some people. That is what they need to do on their leisure time. But at the end of the day, you, you want to find other people 
that can share in, in whatever that leisure activity is. Now, when it comes to your family, I definitely have learned this over time. Uh, when you get married, you inherit a whole nother family that is weird. They have different customs and, and traditions and things yep. that they do and dysfunctions. Thoughts beliefs, um, all of that experiences. Yeah. Totally. Everything. And I would get really uh, frustrated by, you know, some of their leisure time and, and conversations. And then it occurred to me, like, what am I bringing to the table? Yeah. Uh, so how about I come to Thanksgiving or uh, the family gathering, you know, with some suggestions, if there's, you know, I don't like the games that they play, um, bring my own game that I could suggest or find areas of mutual interest there or activity. And so I found it really important to just not go along for the ride and be grumpy all week if I'm spending a week with uh, my in-laws and, and extended family, but really kind of come with a game plan, just like I do mm -hmm. at work, right? And with goals and really find areas of mutual interest. And so that's been really powerful. That's been a game changer uh, for my family time. And don't, you know, necessarily have to do everything that they do on a vacation, if you will, but, but be there for the mealtime and the together time, but also kind of go off and do something that's going to be stimulating to me. Uh, yeah. So it really is, everything's a compromise and you have to communicate well. And this is the next simple step podcast. I think we are talking about how our personal relationships impact, you know, our entrepreneurial journey and, mm -hmm. It's like, we have one life, let's live it well. And for me, it goes back to first principles. Uh, what are first principles? It's like, ultimately, what do you hold as uh, your ultimate purpose of what's important to you? And I think at the end of the day, we are, we are social creatures. We're not meant to do life alone, do work alone, uh, do leisure alone. And so I think it's really important, and I've had to learn this, I'm still learning this, to invest in people, uh, not just for what they can do, but just invest in the human beings. Yeah. And, and that means really taking intentional time to, to build those uh, relationships in all circles of life. So for the work relationships, it's not just uh, being task focused all the time, but ask them how they're doing. How's their family actually see the person. And then uh, for the, the leisure time for the, the free days, finding people that, where we have shared hobbies and shared interests there and investing in those relationships. And so I, it sounds like for you, a next simple step might be to find people that are also taking an interest in uh, trading and, and the markets, uh, find people in your area and uh, start investing in some relationships. People I've found love to help others mm -hmm. that have a shared interest that are maybe a few steps behind them. And, and so just coming there humble, Hey, I see that you are, have been really successful in this area. Could we meet for coffee? I'd love to, to find out how you got into that. Right. Yeah. And it's just taking that step. And I've done that recently with some entrepreneurs in my area, just invite them for coffee and not to see what I can get from them. Uh, but really just to learn from them, to get to know them a little bit better and to see if I can add value to their life. Is there anything I can help you with? And I feel like that that comes full circle. When you start investing in others, 
um, they just want to reciprocate. Um, And so if they don't, that's okay. The point isn't to get something, but can I invest in others? And I know every time I do that, I have coffee with someone and I just get to know their story, man, I learn a ton. And so it's incredibly valuable to invest in those relationships. And, you know, if you want uh, to have more friends, be a good friend, right? Uh, It's kind of starts, it starts with what effort you're putting out there. And I've said, I only have friends because of my wife, because this comes natural to her. She has friends wherever she goes. <laughs> I feel like that's true for me with my husband. He's the one that like is the social butterfly. And I'm kind of like, oh, I guess we're going to become friends because you're, you're my husband's friend's wife. Okay. That, so we're going right. to get to know each other. <laughs> but for me, it was like, I was going to say more discerning, but I'm a little uh, pickier just because I I don't do the small talk. Like that's a challenge for me. That's a challenge for me. I have to be intentional um, about finding people that want to talk about the things that are interesting to me because I'm a more interesting person. And uh, in that regard. Yeah, I'm with you. But you know what my takeaway from just talking this out with you has been? It's been that to be in a bubble, it's easy to, for us to just go into our bubbles, right? I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or if you're just a a regular person, you know, that, that has a regular nine to five or a gig or whatever. You don't have to be entrepreneurial to feel this way, right? That, that it's easy to be stuck in our own little bubbles of familiar, of people that make us feel good of, oh, I don't want to hang out with these people because I never know what to say, you know, things like that. But actually, especially if you're a growth minded person and you're trying to get unstuck from something in your life, you actually need to get outside of your bubble and having these stretch relationships like, you know, being intentional about going and meeting new groups and meeting new people, which can be really awkward, especially for people like me that are, that tend to be a little bit more introverted at times, (laughs) you know, that's really hard. It's easy when you're an extrovert. Or, you know, being able to say, how can I bring something of value to the table when I'm with my in-laws? How can I bring something of value to the table when I'm with my neighborhood friends and they don't care anything about my weird interests, but they do care about me, right? And finding a way to relate to everybody and finding a way to take off the business hat and find an intersection point of compatibility, like that that exercise in and of itself is very valuable to your business, to your life. Because it can open things up where you can see new perspectives, you get in, you get new curiosities, and maybe like by hanging out with people I wouldn't normally hang out with, I see something new for my business, or I get new creativity, or I get new vision, or something like that. So, you know, I'm kind of seeing that I, instead of resisting and creating silos only around the things I care about, I probably need to embrace more the things that are uncomfortable or the no- networks or the people that I sometimes feel like I don't know how to relate to. That could actually, there could be a lot of gold in that for my life and for a lot of other things. Oh yeah. Life is a lot richer. You'd, if everyone was like you, it'd be kind of boring, but we have to figure out uh, how to learn from others' experience. And ultimately 
Um, we're all human and there are areas of relatability. It just takes some intentional effort preparing for the conversation I found because I yeah. don't do small talk. Well, I have to be intentional with coming in with interesting questions. Oh gosh, and you're not kidding. It feels it's, like a lot of work. I'm like, it is work. Uh, it, I don't, I'm how sorry. do we talk about the mask singer? I don't know. I don't watch the show. I don't care, but let's, let's come right. up with something. How do I care about this? <laughs> well, you can't wing it. I'm sorry. That's yeah. the work, right? And you have to go in if you want to be more interesting. Uh, you have to ask interesting questions and people love to tell you about them if you ask interesting questions. And, and so with this, I think if there's the saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go further, go together. And you look at when they, they survey people at, at the end of their life, every time, just time after time, you you hear the response that people wish they uh, wouldn't have worked so much. They've invested more in the most important relationships. And, and so a next simple step might be to do that. What comes to mind, you know, when I ask uh, who are the, the most important relationships around you mm-hmm. and do you have friends uh, in every context of your life? So mm friends that are relating to the projects you're working on right now in your work, friends that share the leisure activities that, um, that you really enjoy. And, uh, and then obviously family is is critically important and check in with each area of life there and make sure that you have uh, at least two or three people that can challenge you, that can inspire you. And, you know, that you want to, get to the next season of life with, um, because it's really lonely. You know, they say it's really lonely at the top. And I think that's because we get too focused in just on the task or the goal and not the people around us. And I don't think any of us want to do that. That's right. The goal is great, but then at some point it's like, well, then for what, why did I do this? Dying alone. Great. You, You, then you can say, Hey, marked everything off my list, but if there's no one to celebrate, with it and to make it meaningful for you. Right. Yeah. And just well being said. intentional and every well day is said. a new opportunity, right? So it's not just thinking, man, I, you know, really wish I would have kept in touch with those friends from high school. Well, no, that season has come and gone. Good for you. If you're still friends with your high school friends, that's not the case for me. Yeah, uh, me either. Kind of see I was bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you're not a fully developed human yet. And so right. you've, you've grown hopefully a lot since uh, those days. And, and so right now it's start where you're at, right? And you have a, a phone text three people right now and just say, Hey, can we talk or Hey, can we catch up and let's get together? And whatever three people come to mind, uh, just do that. Be intentional about your relationships uh, because those are the things that you want people to be there, celebrate the victories with you, but also be there for the losses and in the dark times. And so right now is a great place to start. Well said. I'm going to come up with my three people. I'm going to take your advice. (laughs) Well, this is fun. And we always welcome new friends on the entrepreneurial journey. You can follow Angela on Instagram, get fit with underscore Angela. And I'm Paul J. Goldsmith on Instagram and Twitter, or better yet, just text the hotline. It's 559-574-3210. And we'll talk to you next time on the next Simple Step Podcast.